Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome to another episode of the Plant Lady Podcast. I am so excited to welcome on another in-person guest today. Her name is Emerson Mayer. She is not only my sister, but a dear friend and inspiration. Em and I, of course, met on Instagram a few years ago and actually had the beautiful opportunity to be able to meet up and do van life together here in Colorado. So I'm so, so excited to share this episode with you all. You all have been asking me about all things van life reality and pros and cons, yin and yang, the balance of life, and here it is. Enjoy. Hey, hello and welcome. I am so excited to have my sister M here with me today. We are recording in person, which is a bit nerve wracking, but also exciting. She's actually only the second person that I've done this with. So it's a new experience for me to record in person, but also feels so good to be getting back out here and making some sacred connections and all that jazz. But we're going to dive into all of it today. But first, I'm going to let Em introduce herself and tell us who she is. So I'm Em. Um, I won't go into it, but I kind of told Bella a little bit about my name because a lot of people get confused. Um, my birth <laughs> certificate says Emily, but for the longest time. But in the end, it's just M means the most to me when people call me that. So that's just what I go by. M it is. <laughs> So yeah, I, a little bit about me. I live in a bus. It's a 91 Chevy um, G30, and it's a little short bus. I live in it with my pup and my partner, who I completely adore. Um, a lot of lessons, a lot of trials, a lot of tribulations, but I wouldn't change it for the world. It's the greatest adventure I've ever been on, and I could cry talking about all the things that it's taught me and all the things that I've been through, that we've been through, and that have just brought us so much stronger and so much closer and just things that I want to be able to share with the world mm -hmm. to be able to help them move through their journey more. Yeah. A little more smoothly. <laughs> yeah. Which is what we're going to definitely dive in today is all things van life. Thing. Yeah. A little bit about my background or what I'm into. Um, I'm all about primal, ancient healing, holistic um, things that bring us back to where we originally started and from our ancestors, I truly believe that we have everything in us that we need to heal ourselves um, and that the earth gives us anything that we need that we don't have ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so as far as nutrition and just being connected with the land and connected with the food that you're eating and just being so much more in tune with your body and what you feel versus what other people are telling you or what fads or trends or whatever mm -hmm. else. Um, so... I wanted to become a nutrition, uh, I wanted to become a bunch of things. <laughs> um, I'm one of those people that I like to just explore everything and I have so many different interests and so many different ideas to try to help the collective, mm -hmm. um, the earth and her people in any way I can to be of service. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to start a platform to be able to help, which I'm working on now, to be able to help people get access to that. Um, as far as I'm working to be, be a doula right now, I'm certifying um, doula. Um, I first got into yoga back about maybe right out of high school. Um, I struggled a lot with mental health. I've struggled a lot with mental health for my whole life, basically, um, ever since my parents' divorce, even before that. Um, like I said, I had a pretty traumatic birth story. Mm -hmm. So obviously your birth affects your life in mm -hmm. a pretty traumatic way yeah. in ways that we don't even realize maybe until later on in our life. Mm -hmm. It's been pretty interesting to notice that and grow and see those things within myself and 
be able to help others in those ways, which is why I feel called to do the, do these things. Um, mm. So yeah, really just yoga and meditation, breath work, yeah. personal training, health coaching. I've done all the certs for all the things yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I'm just that way. Um, I still sometimes feel like I don't have it all to be able to help people or mm -hmm. teach people, which of course that brings us back to the humanness that we all have. Yeah, that's a little bit about what I do as far as money and work when people are like, how do you do it? So yeah, we can get into yeah, that a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Yeah, I love that. And especially I feel it'll be so inspiring for our listeners to hear that you are in the van life and you're navigating starting this new business and navigating finding, you know, what is it that, you know, how you're going to channel all of these things that you love and like that you want to heal people and share into one platform or space or mm -hmm. something that they can all come to and that you can share that medicine. I think that's so powerful because a lot of people ask the same. They're like, so how, how do you mm -hmm. do it? How do you keep the funds and the money like while you're on the road? And it's such a, such a balance and a give and take and oh yeah it's all about surrendering trust yeah Ooh, there's been times i've had zero in my bank account mm -hmm. we're rolling mm -hmm. and then we're like oh we got some money in you know and super mm -hmm. grateful and it's just it's an up and down roller coaster mm -hmm. for sure with everything but especially funds as well but yeah. it's a life we choose and i wouldn't go any other mm -hmm. way because it's freedom and it's regardless of the highs and lows, it feels really good. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I think that's a common misconception and we'll get more into this today, but a common misconception with van life on social media is that you have to save a ton of money or, you know, do all these things. And that is true to a certain regard. Like you should be saving and you should be mindful about where your money is going if this is something that you're transitioning into, but also realizing that you don't have to have like a buttload of savings or be rich to oh. move into a van. I mean, it's kind of like the opposite of what, why we do what, we <laughs> what do. the lifestyle is. Exactly. And of course we can experience all of these beautiful places and all of these beautiful things. But the reality is that sometimes we're in hotel rooms working and getting things done and Riding trying to get lizards. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get Wi-Fi and being able to put up, you know, our essential oils so that way they don't freeze and all of these things that come along with it that maybe we don't share as much of on social media because there is so many things that are sacred and that it's just, I feel like my social media would just be so overwhelming if I shared absolutely everything that goes on oh my God. in my life. Yeah. They would be like, I never want to do video. <laughs> I know. And it's so funny because I try to explain that to people, yeah. you know, I'm like, if I explain to you all of the things that happen daily or on an irregular occurrence, it's just, it's so funny because it's so different than what happens in normal life mm -hmm. or what normal people would struggle mm -hmm. with in a normal house with the normal amenities and all those things. Mm -hmm. And it's just so different that no, you can't even tell until you're talking to a van lifer and you're like, yeah, I was peeing in a bottle and I peed all over my hand and all over the ground, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it, <laughs> and people who don't know that are yeah. like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you living this life? And then the other people that are in this life are like, dude, I fucking feel it. I know. And then the I next know, day yeah. you have the best day of your life adventuring mm -hmm. somewhere that you've never been or somewhere that most people will never go. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this is why I peed on my hand. You know? <laughs> it's, so true. it's like so true. It's yeah. all worth it. And it's all, it's all part of the journey. And it is, it's all beautiful. But. Yeah. And the first time it's so interesting because the first time I, my partner and I went into van life and did our first trip from Florida to California, I think I had a bit of ignorance about 
you know, I had done my research and seen all the things and followed all the accounts, but there's still a certain extent that you can only like research so much until you experience it and you're living in it. There's you know? nothing like life experience. Yeah. yeah. Cause everybody's experience in the van is so different. So you can read people's experiences, but it's never going to be exactly like how yours will be. Mm -mm. So getting into the van from a space of living in a house my whole life. I don't even think the thought crossed my mind of like, where am I going to go to the bathroom in the morning? Yeah. Like it, I, think I just got so excited yeah. that it wasn't even a thought. Uh -huh. And then like a few weeks in, I was like, do other people in van life experience this? Like, where do we go to the bathroom if you don't have a fancy ass RV with a bathroom in it? And some people, you know, do builds and it works, but it does, it is, building a van and having all of those wonderful amenities that we love that we don't even realize we take advantage of mm -hmm. because it's just so normal to us for sure oh it's huge I it's know. like it's a huge change and shift and you can build it out and do those things it just takes time and yeah. patience and knowing that your van isn't going to be the top shelf all of the things the most coziest bed yeah ever the very first time that you hop in yeah and kind of surrendering to that for sure uncomfortable flow of yeah. like okay this is what you signed up for like are you ready yeah <laughs> and this is why we do it to get uncomfortable you know mm -hmm. to be able to become get in a space of learning and growing and because obviously if you stay comfortable your whole life you're never going to grow in certain avenues that mm -hmm. maybe you would if you did push out of your comfort zone and mm -hmm. take the risk to move into a van with your partner mm -hmm. and your two dogs and it's something you've never done before when mm -hmm. you've lived in the comfortability with your parents and stuff like that and it's, it's crazy it's a leap that most people won't take mm -hmm. but it's worth it and it's so it's so crazy because even we like building out our bus like, yeah we're gonna have a bathroom this and that and it's like life just happens and you just kind of have to fucking roll with it because yeah. it's just yeah. it's we have a shower you know we're like it's been almost a year we still don't have a toilet you know we're like yeah toilet's gonna be one of the number one things we first get and it's like six hundred dollar toilet composting and it's like you want to help the environment you gotta save some money you know you mm -hmm. gotta go shitting in bags mm -hmm. for a little bit or whatever mm -hmm. and exactly, that's yeah. just the reality of it and that's things that also aren't shared on instagram and also mm -hmm. aren't shared like the highlights of things because mm -hmm. there is times where it is a little bit more scary or hard and you just have to keep rolling because that's just the way it is. And yeah, it's so true. Yeah. I can vaguely remember a time um, when uh, during the last van life that we did, the very first time we went out, my first time, again, a little bit of ignorance, kind of like the veil being lifted of me seeing the, the truth of this and experiencing it. And I remember we were in this part of California and we had nowhere to go. There's no RV campgrounds, no, like not a lot of money, the mm -hmm. hotels and things like that were not just simply not an option. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just remember sitting there crying, like thinking to myself, like, okay. And like, can I do van life? Like, I literally remember like having that ego death of like, all right, like you oh. wanted to live this life. Like, this is this life. Mm -hmm. Like, can I, can I do this? Mm -hmm. And Cole and I sat down my partner and we, I just kind of looked at it. And I'm like, am I fit for van life? Like, I feel like I can't do this. You know, like you have those phases yeah. where you're just oh. like, what the fuck did I sign up for? <laughs> this yeah. is crazy. And you know, getting through that. And then, like you said, it's like, I have that deep low moment of like, wow, can I really surrender to this? Can I really trust that we're going to be fine no matter where we're at or where we're going or where we stay or how much money we have? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that wild. you said that about just the ego death of 
can we even do this? Because it is something that someone that normal people look at, you know, we drive in parking lots, people are like, oh my God, like, that's so cool. Like, you guys must have the sickest life. Like, we really want to do that. We just, we have kids and all these things. Mm-hmm. We're like, fucking do it, you know? Yeah. And I just love that you said that because it get, it does get hard, like soul crushing hard, mm-hmm. like on your knees, are we going to sell the bus hard? You know, mm-hmm. like we've been through times and it's not always easy, but always coming out on the other side of it Mm -hmm. you know it's you go through these things and then you realize that there's so much something so much more beautiful afterwards you know yeah and I feel like that's also a thing in society that people are used to doing is when things get hard they run Mm -hmm. when things get hard they're like oh it's not for me Mm -hmm. and it's like those things are meant for us to be put on our path Mm -hmm. to push through those things to be able to be in a stronger more in-depth relationship Mm -hmm. with either ourselves or our partner or the experience Mm -hmm. of life that we're having you know like being in bus life or being fully in van life and you know even the second time around feels a little different than the Mm -hmm. first time around and the things that you learn and there's been times where you know we're laughing and cracking up at things flying all over the in the freeway you know curvy roads and whatnot Mm -hmm. things are flying all over we yell in bus life like it's you know it just is Mm -hmm. what it is you have to just laugh every now and then at the things that happen because there are things that you wouldn't even imagine going through on a day-to-day life living Mm -hmm. in a house you know yeah (laughs) and it just gets to the point where you're just like you have to surrender and you have to just know Mm -hmm. that no matter what you're going through it's it's all for the purpose of living Mm -hmm. like the fullest that you can live in a way that's also living in the most depths of like pain and Mm -hmm. like but that's what living is, you know, if you're living in this whole, you know, highlight and rainbows all the time, then nothing's ever, you're not going to heal those things or go through those growth processes that's going to make you more of who you are, more of what you can do with your life, you know? Mm. So it's just, it's, it's really cool to be able to have those moments of like, whoa, something's this humbling to where like, mm. I need to check myself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah absolutely. So it's, it's so important to have those things in life. I feel like if we don't push ourselves, it's like, where are we going to grow? And if yeah. we give up so easily, if we were to give up on the first few times, like our transmission went out the first month we were on the road, you know, and if we would have been like, fuck this right then and there, you know, we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. sitting in front of you today. It's everything leads to everything. It's like yeah. when they say that stoplight that you missed, like saved you from that act, you know, mm-hmm. and you were pissed mm-hmm. that you sat at that light. It's mm-hmm. like, there is a reason for everything mm-hmm. all these little things, you know, like mm-hmm. you are guided, you're protected in some way. And that's mm-hmm. just what I, always try to remind myself and my partner like we're so lucky to live the life we live like regardless of what we go through Mm -hmm. we have to just come back to a state of gratitude no matter what always within everything but especially van life yeah you have to you have to it's that's what keeps you going really it's like the fuel and I love that he said that because what um came up for me was that when I first got into van life you know you said you mentioned people kind of running from things and like lately my my main intention has been sitting with like why why am I doing these things and when I think back to why I wanted to get in van life the very first time ever since I was pretty young I really wanted to travel like I always wanted to say you know we call ourselves the rainbow sheep yeah which I love that you said that because we are a little bit more outgoing like we're not the whatever but uh, yeah but I always like just wanted to break out and just be free and wanted to travel. And I knew that I had like this inner child's calling that we all do of like wandering and just curiosity, curiosity. of like what's out there. And mm-hmm. I can't wait till I'm 18 so I can travel. And that yeah. was always like, I had that mindset for a very long time. I can't wait till I'm 18. Like I'm going to work. I'm going to save money. And then I'm going to do all the things. Book it. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting <laughs> away from my parents. Like I'm going to be free. 
And so I think that was part of the ego shock for me in the van life, in my experience, because I had to really sit with myself and sit with that that question of, okay, why? Yeah. Why did I? Now I'm here in van life. And to be honest, I'm experiencing, I'm having the same problems and the same issues as I did when I was not in van life and not living this life that I always like dreamed of living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, wow, just what a reflection of sitting with that why and being like, okay, what was I running from? Yeah, I was running from these issues that are still surfacing now that I'm here, now that I'm in the places that I said you that thought. I was going to travel to. Yeah, And I'm sitting with it and I'm like, okay, maybe traveling Um, of course it's beautiful and I found myself through all of the travels and I absolutely believe I was meant to go out on that endeavor so that way I could question myself in that way and Mm -hmm. have that ego death and humble myself and be humiliated and I think that's such a misconception as well on social media as we show such a good positive side of us all the time that it's really shameful we have a lot of judgment around just simply being like I thought this way and that's crazy you know and you know, I'll probably listen to this podcast a year from now and be like, we, we thought this way and yeah. we were crazy. Yeah. You know? Or we grow even, you grow every day. I, that's, I know. And it's so crazy because sometimes I'll feel like I already learned this. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, why mm-hmm. am I, I thought I already learned this, you know? And it's so crazy because that happens again. Like the same teaching will come up in different stories mm-hmm. and, you know, different ways of trying to show you like, you maybe started to heal this, but it's still there, mm-hmm. you know, and definitely I feel like van life has brought out even more of those things. Mm-hmm. Like it's brought out even more of just the little things that I've maybe tried to hide or push down or that my partner has pushed down or mm-hmm. whatever else that we've had to force to be communicated with. Cause you're living in a hundred square foot bus 24 mm-hmm. seven, you know, and him and I have been together since we were 14, which is a long time for a couple. Mm-hmm. And especially even transitioning from a house you know we lived with um, my dad while we were building it building it out and just going from that you know we thought we lived together Mm -hmm. you know in high school (laughs) we were like staying at each other's house I was I lived at his house for a little bit we thought we lived together right Mm -hmm. move into a van (laughs) you'll live together finally (laughs) it's like it's a new thing like you you know everybody's like what's it like being with someone for so long it's like when we started van life, it was like a whole new adventure to where it was like, we had to navigate each other in a whole different way. Mm. We had to learn how to navigate this whole new, cause we're a whole new way of being because we have to take mm. care of ourselves. We don't have our family. Like it's now us. Mm. It's stripped not, of that comfortability. Stripped like you don't of have all the, the things or... that you could just mm. run back to if things get hard, mm. you know? And instead it's no, this person that things are hard with is the only one to run to, you know? And it forces you to have that connection of like, going deeper and really Mm -hmm. figuring out your shit like why is that why did you just trigger me like oh probably because I was reflecting myself and pissed Mm -hmm. at myself but Mm -hmm. yet I'm gonna get mad at you you know and it's being in such a small space has I feel like moved fast tracked us through those things Mm -hmm. that maybe we wouldn't have learned in a house or you know in the comfortability of things so Mm -hmm. that's a really I really have appreciation for that too because it's taught us to be together in a whole new way which is pretty interesting especially for long-term relationship Mm -hmm. it kind of feels like your relationship is new again because you're navigating all of these new 
triggers and Mm -hmm. okay now we're in a small space so how what happens in the morning when we both want the one space to do our Mm -hmm. one thing or yeah um, I really like to listen to music in the morning well Cole likes to have quiet mornings yeah (laughs) so it's like now we got to navigate it having both Mm -hmm. and now it took us a while to kind of catch on to each other's because exactly we thought we lived with each other you thought you know yeah Yeah. it's you do live with each other when you can hop in your car and you can drive and go go to your your places and go and have your freedom and but when you don't know the area exactly and you are in one vehicle where yeah. you go I go <laughs> so it is a very humbling lifestyle to find to just breathe before like we react mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. knowing that it's so easy you know like our family is most of the time our biggest triggers and it's so easy for us to lash out or for us to spew out mm. our bottled up emotions because we know, we, love most. we know that at the end of the day, they're still going to love us and they're still going to accept us. So mm-hmm. it's easy for us to sometimes hurt the people that are closest to us. And in that book, um, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, he just says that like we know how to hurt the people closest to us because we know everything about them. Oh, of course. You know, we know like the things that we hurt know them. The things. We know the things that they vent to us about and mm-hmm. the things that they, that really, really get under their skin. So when we're in this place of so much emotion and anger and like just spewing out these projections that aren't even true. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of sit and an hour later, we're like, wow, why did I say those things? And, you know, we kind of can calm down and come from a place where, we're very mindful and Mm -hmm. we can see the reality once things have settled a bit Mm -hmm. rather than like all the sand right on the shore and things are chaotic. When we react from this place, it's oftentimes just so unlogical and like unconscious and it doesn't even make sense. And then your partner's like, where is this coming from? So to really sit with that and realize that my reflection and my partner has taught me a lot about a lot of the relationships in my life Mm -hmm. with sisters, with family, with friends and realizing that sometimes the best thing that we can do is just to listen mm-hmm. and we don't have to even like respond or mm-hmm. react and that's our choice if we want to respond yeah and normalizing that, that yeah we, that we can have our own boundaries of okay I will listen to this or I'll open this message when I have the space to mm-hmm. I remember um Keaton and I were actually in an argument in the middle of an argument and we've worked on, we're trying to work on being more mindful within because it's easier to be mindful afterwards. But during, during the anger, during the anxiety, during the sadness, during whatever's happening, it's so easy to take the route of the ego, the, the protection, the armor, Mm -hmm. the, oh, I don't want you to see me this way. So I'm going to act in this way that ends up being even more embarrassing than seeing you in the, in the first Mm -hmm. way, you know, with someone who's your partner, you shouldn't even, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's just so trippy. And I, and I, and I stopped us and I'm like, it's so much easier to act these way, these ways when we're hurt. Cause we're like, it's like a wounded child, you know, instead of coming back to ourselves of seeing like, it's so much easier to do those things and it's so much harder to like come back to love and just mm-hmm. gratitude within the moments of feeling those emotions because mm-hmm. I've noticed too when like I have emotions behind what I'm feeling it's a big deal but like let's say we flip it and key is like having emotions about maybe something that I would have the same emotions about but I'm fine like mm-hmm. I'm in a great mood right <laughs> it's not bothering me so it's just so funny to look at those things in a way of where emotions really do affect how you do or don't feel about something. You know, mm-hmm. if something could bother you one day because you were bothered to begin with about something that's under the surface, mm-hmm. it's not what you're bothered by. It's something underneath that you're not sharing, you're not voicing. But if you really voice those things and tell those things, they won't come up in those other little things. And it's like, your partner's like confused, like, okay, 
am I doing, is this me? Is, am I doing something wrong? Like, or is it their shit? You know? And it's like, that's where I feel like miscommunication comes into it and communication, you know, is so important. It's like the most important thing, especially in van life because you are so close and there is so many things that you go through and yeah, it is just so much easier to take the easy route of, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just going to be mad, protect myself. You know, that's just what we're taught, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I always imagine that image. It was, there was a art, art at Burning Man you've probably seen it it's two humans and they're back to back it's like this cage Mm. and they're like this but the child's within them are staring at each other from back to back and they're wanting each other and I feel that sometimes when Keaton and I are arguing even in the bus like I'm like dude you're my best friend like when we're arguing all I want to do is go run to you you know and it's like it's such a weird feeling because we're all each other has and then it teaches us like why are we acting this way like we're best friends you know Mm -hmm. it's just like outside things or triggers or whatever Mm -hmm. else that brings those things up but then that's how you learn and mm-hmm. that's the only way to grow you know yeah. is to go through the go through the shit absolutely so. <laughs> and through that humility of you both admitting like I'm just full of shit <laughs> you're just like, like I, I know this is my ego right now like I just need a fucking hug, yeah, like, I just need a hug. and let's just yeah and, and humbly and just it's like hard to admit that, that. And especially for me like it's mm-hmm. so hard to ask for help it's so hard to like mm-hmm. be the one that receives that help I'm always the nurturer I'm always mm-hmm. the one that wants to help be the mother you know mm-hmm. so it's hard for someone to mother me but it's so weird because I fucking love it when someone does mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's like take the initiative but don't ask you know yeah, what I mean ask, it's so yeah. funny it's yeah. like uh it's so funny to notice the little things within ourselves or yeah it's yeah the little ways that because when you when we do move into this like lifestyle of the van this small space I feel a lot of inner child does come out oh a lot of inner child of the adventure and the curiosity mm-hmm. side but also the boredom and the, the all of yeah the, the scarcity mindset of like having the protection of your family or having the security of close loved ones or where you're gonna go next or around you or having a home or and these are things that you don't really you don't think about before you get into the van Mm -hmm. where am I gonna park next week like that's not really a thought that crosses your mind and that's why every time I really talk about the van life on social media I I really like to say that it's breath by breath because Mm -hmm. it really is each moment we have to navigate it and such interesting ways literally breathing you gotta yeah, you have to breathe you have, to breathe you have an anxiety it. attack every other 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. ask me i know <laughs> <laughs> and like you were saying at the beginning how when you first got into van life your guys's transmission blew well the first week we got into van life last year covid sparked. <laughs> but just the fact that we both got into van life right at the start of the pandemic like mm-hmm. trippy times like yeah. how was that for you it was wow it was another ego death it was trying to um, navigate how my how the collective's emotions were Mm -hmm. and how my emotions were how Mm -hmm. my intuition was telling me because at the very very beginning this might be another podcast episode but at the very very beginning my intuition spoke and I felt like I just didn't feel like it didn't I didn't feel the sense of fear that everyone else felt I didn't feel like we had to turn around and resort our trip. Our family members were telling us, come back to Florida. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. going to close the borders. Do this, do that. And all these things and all these projections from outside people. I didn't feel that fear. I felt mm-hmm. so like in alignment with my truth. Like we finally got on the road. This is what I wanted to do my whole life. I know. And we it just got out of Florida. Yeah. And now you're going to tell me to turn around. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, we just literally got in our dream that we've been planning three years. And all you people are going to tell me that I can't go traveling because of it fuck off yeah <laughs> no. and it was just like 
navigating that and not being able to go to the places that we maybe wanted to go to right away. Yeah. You know, of course we wanted to shoot straight across the States and go to all the cool States that we always dreamed of going, but we had to really take our time and go up to the East coast and visit family that like we knew and that we trusted and, and go and stay on some farmland um, that my partner's family was generous enough to let us stay there. And we ended up quarantining for like two months Mm -hmm. out there and really being humbled in the fact that we were in van life, but we weren't, experiencing those van life content crazy mountains and going off road and all of these crazy things that you see on social media and Mm -hmm. so that itself was there were so many veils being lifted throughout that time that um when I look back now a year from now I'm like wow baby bells like you (laughs) just thought that you had it all figured out yeah and that's that is um the humbleness and it admitting that we, that we grow and that we shift and our society has such a emphasis on staying the same Mm -hmm. and being this way. And Mm -hmm. if you're sad all the time, well, then you're this. And And if you have this all the time, then you're this and throwing us into our little labels and our lines and putting us into little individual boxes rather than just honoring everything that arises Mm -hmm. and just being like, this is, who I am in this moment and I'm going to be different five minutes from now because something that you just said just inspired me and hit a light bulb and something just clicked Mm -hmm. and I've had so many moments like that just since the beginning of this year where it's just like since last year I'm like that's why that happened yeah that's why that happened Mm -hmm. that's why that happened exactly I truly feel that happened for us to learn and to see the other sides of things because Mm -hmm. we slowed down a bit like Mm -hmm. it wasn't just straight in van life you know it was okay, we're van lifing, but the campsites are all closed or all the bathrooms are closed or whatever else. And it's like another, you know, in those humbling day-to-day experiences, we're just like, oh shit, like this is real in the world. You know, Mm -hmm. it might not feel like it's real to me Mm -hmm. in a way that, you know, we can get into that on a whole nother podcast, Mm -hmm. but it it is real of what's going on as far as like, shit, we may not be able to find somewhere to camp tonight. Like where do we sleep and all that. But it also brings out the most beautiful things because with that came having to search more for somewhere to sleep and then finding somewhere at night and then waking up to this most unreal Mm -hmm. fucking place Mm -hmm. that you probably never would have found or anybody else never would have found in in ever, ever. And you're alone with the forest and with nature. And it's Mm -hmm. like, there's no fucking diseases that can get me out here. I'm yeah. chilling, you know? And it's yeah. like, that was the best feeling. And mm-hmm. it's not to like rub it into other people's face. Cause I know it was like a super hard year for everyone. It was for us too. hundred percent. I have family members, you know, that struggle with those things, but it's just, I felt so grateful to still, mm-hmm. even with all the hard shit that happened, it was like so cool to be able to escape, which is a pro A van life mm-hmm. is, yeah. If you want to escape the matrix and escape that mm-hmm. shit, get a van, go out into the middle of nowhere. Like if that's why you're truly living it, you know, Mm -hmm. not for like the content and everything, but if that, that's, that's one of the reasons we got into van life was just feeling so, I've always been a little rebel and so has he, and we're just always been a little bit anti-government and it's standing our own sovereignty and that's how we want to live. That's how we want to raise our children. And so we felt that, you know, we could have a dream of buying a house somewhere. We could have a dream of traveling the world, but that relies on other people. We could you know, buy a van and just go do our thing for Mm -hmm. however long that we feel called, you know, until we feel called to do the next adventure. But yeah, this adventure has definitely been one of my biggest teachers and one of the 
mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. crazy adventures I've ever been on. Humbling but, and mind opening and just yeah. veils lifting and all of the truths, returning to your truths and mm-hmm. those moments where you can be silent in nature and just have so much gratitude for, mm-hmm. and it kind of circles back to what I was saying earlier, you know, like in those really low moments there's always a balance. There's always a really, really high moment when Mm -hmm. we can gather with other van lifers and we meet up and things just click and things align and it feels like bliss. Like it's just the most liberating feeling. You're like, am I actually living this life? Yeah. You know, yeah. Seeing this sights that you see and just the things that it makes me want to just share with the world in a way where I'm like, everybody needs to just step into their sovereignty, Mm -hmm. you know, and do what they feel called to do, whether it's fan life, whether it's anything, you know, mm-hmm. what you feel called to do, do it. Like what is holding you back? You know, mm-hmm. like that's often what, when people ask me like, you know, how'd you do it? Or like, how do you keep doing it? Or I really wanted to do this, but I have this or whatever. And it's like, well, how bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's all we wanted for years. Like we sacrificed, you know, money doing all this, everything to get this, mm-hmm. to make this happen, you know, and we still live month to month. We don't, we don't make a shit ton of money. We're not like, you know, influencers on Instagram and we live the life that we live and it's amazing. But I just feel like there's so many different opinions and aspects and there is, which is why we could talk and talk about this for probably all day (laughs) about the pros and then the cons. Like, it's so funny because I was actually, we were in traffic a few weeks ago with a friend. I think I might have already told you this, but we're all, we're sitting in traffic and everybody's like honking, you know, and it's California. So it's people honk. It's, you know, and so or cutting people off to get to one lane faster and it's like dude what are you guys doing but before in a car of course that's annoying right but when you're in a a van or a bus it's like well i'm I'm fucking home i ain't got nowhere to be like i can make a sandwich in the back (laughs) i could smoke a bowl i could do whatever i want to do and and then our friend was in the van with us like just like damn you can't do that. Like traffic's sick. And it's like, yeah, it's like, it changes your perspective on those little things too, where you thought you would never love traffic because sometimes traffic is the best time of your life in the van because you finally stop to be able to go do those things, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So you're not flying all over the bus like I do. And I'm like trying to catch my, I've gotten really good at that, but I've become a ninja at catching things. Oh yeah. Flying and falling and all over the place. Yeah. You never think about setting things on your counter and having to worry about them roll off and crash to their death. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Never had to worry about uh that before in life. (laughs) Or driving down the road. And this actually happened to us on the way to Colorado. Um, driving down the road and I get up and Keith's like, Hey, can you grab me a snack? And I'm like, yeah, of course. So I get up, grab him a snack. Everything's copacetic, right? Sit back down. He's like, hey, can I have some water? I'm like, sure. Get up. The whole fucking floor is filled with water. Our whole bus is flooded. And he's driving on this mountain road, sketchy. It's snowing, right? And I'm in the back, full-blown anxiety attack right away. Like, no breathing, nothing. Like, it just triggered the, because I'm like, our bus is fucked. We have to rebuild our bus it's a flood in here. Like we're gonna have to call restoration. Like does that even happen for buses? Like this isn't even a problem I thought I was gonna have. And I'm freaking out. I'm crying. Keith's like, it's okay. Breathe. And I'm trying to, I'm throwing our clothes everywhere. I'm throwing our blankets. I'm throwing everything like towels, cages, his bed, like everything that I could find cleaning this mess up. Finally he pulls over and he's helping me. And of course triggers are happening. We're arguing. It's not the best time. Mm Um, and which we learned through that as well. Everything's okay. But that is another experience that was, you never fucking think you're going to have to go through that or think that the mm-hmm. sink's going to just turn on or leak or whatever in the middle of your bus while you're driving. 
so yeah things like that but there's yeah. just so many obviously ups to it too mm-hmm. that just make it so worth it of just not relying mm-hmm. on you know mm-hmm. anybody else you can go where you want you can do what you want and mm-hmm. just feel so liberated with connecting to the land and and that, like we were talking about even before about you know doing van life to connect more with Pachimama mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. feel like I notice a difference when I go out into nature and then I come back to home to visit family and it's like I'll go out and even from now from last van life to this one it's like being home for the holidays you know it's they say it best I can't remember but if you're if you think you're enlightened like go spend time with your family and yeah. it's like that's so true because so many triggers come out and so many traumas and so many past mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. that have to do with it or not just being home or being back in that space that you got out of to go find yourself to go live this life and connect more with nature and connect with the land and and other people that you can meet along the way and so it's just it's it's trippy to feel the difference between because I'm just an energy I'm just so energy sensitive as it is but nature is so healing and you don't have Mm -hmm. to be energy sensitive to feel that Mm -hmm. like if you go into nature for a good amount of time you're probably going to breathe a little slower you're going to feel better you're your, your migraine or your fatigue is probably not going to be as strong because mm-hmm. the light pollution, because your work, your nine to five job, you're this, you're that. It's, there's so many different aspects that can be talked about within this life. And mm-hmm. it's just so trippy to think about all the things that go on or that we go through yeah. or that we've chosen. And, and that's another thing is whenever everything's time, something go, bad goes wrong. I'm like, Kate, we chose this. Chose like this life. was yeah. our choice. Mm-hmm. So it almost brings us back to a point of like, humility or like humbleness of we chose this this is what we have to go through in order to learn like this is the phase we're in this is the path this is the journey that we're on in order to get us to wherever we want to be or Mm -hmm. wherever we're supposed to Mm -hmm. be in this life so yeah returning to that why yeah and also holding space for the why to shift Mm -hmm. a little bit 100% like okay, this is why we're here. Like, this is why we're doing this life. Like, we love this and there is ups and downs. But if we were in house, we would have the same ups and downs. Yeah. And or if, different, but just the same, just piece, the, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and if van life, you know, if you're listening to this and van life is something that does interest you or is something that like you've always dreamed of doing, just knowing that whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Like, like you said, like just putting that that energy into your why and your intention and are you doing this because somebody on social media lives this life and you know like you want to have the content have the followers and have the youtube channel and all the things that are great that come along with it to get paid for a life you live i mean that's great but yeah again it's just the it really this episode was a lot about just like the balance the yin to the yang the swinging of the pendulum the ebbs and flows the pros and cons like there's always going to be it's the dark and light yes for every aspect the, the dualities flow. of life mm-hmm. for sure and the flow of it and when van life is a lot of surrender and a lot of just trusting and trusting that if this is the path that you chose okay well then trust it and listen to your gut and listen to your intuition and always be able to return to that why to Mm -hmm. carry you through those moments where you feel like the whole world is just crashing down and you just want to turn around and Mm -hmm. go home. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, yeah, it's just so humbling. And yeah. And not, and not living with those expectations of mm -hmm. just being Mm -hmm. like, feeling like you have to do something. You have to be somewhere. Cause Mm -hmm. sometimes I even feel like that in van life. Mm -hmm. Even sometimes people will be like, so what do you do? Like just make you feel like a complete dirtbag, you know, cause you live in a van. It's like, so, so what do you do with your life? You're like, I live. 
me being me, I just love to fucking be so immersed in that. And that's mm -hmm. why I forget to do these things. And for me, it'd probably be better to maybe post a little bit more to mm -hmm. get those things. Mm -hmm. But it's like, why do we live in a society where I feel like that? Like mm -hmm. I have to do that in order to be somebody like mm -hmm. who I am is great enough. And like, if I don't like me, then how do I expect anybody else to like me? But also like, who gives a fuck if anybody likes me? Like I do like me, yeah. you know? And it's yeah. like, why is something that's not even real and tangible shifting my perspective on that when I live such an epic life? It's like, it's so trippy what Instagram can do to your mind because it, there is so many positives, but there also is so many negatives that are so subconscious that not even anybody even knows about. Even people who are conscious on Instagram that know about these things. It's like, still sometimes you can get really drawn and pulled into those things because they're brainwashing mm -hmm. because these people want those things to happen in this divide of society, you know? Instagram is one way or our life is this way or whatever and just feeling so many pulls in so many directions it's so easy to lose yourself you know and it's so easy to get in, in states of feeling like well am I good enough or am I here for a reason or no one would care if I'm gone or whatever else but like people do care mm -hmm. so if you're going through something I could cry because I've gone through it before and I know what it's like mm -hmm. but seriously if you're going through something reach out mm -hmm. and I'm always here for you and I'm saying that to everybody else and mm -hmm. you're not alone yeah. and it's it's easy to feel that way especially in this world that we live in mm -hmm. so just know that you're not the only one that feels that way and we had someone in the band life community um recently take her life and mm -hmm. that's a huge it hits home I it feel like home, yeah to it's, us fan lifers yeah. because we know you know those little those things lows, that yeah. and you look at those people's Instagram and you think wow like mm -hmm. such an epic that's the only it's like it's 20 percent of their life mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. come back to yourself come back to your home of you you know mm -hmm. make an epic fucking life for yourself don't live mm -hmm. for anyone else and yeah. if you feel down if you feel sad know that that's literally a, a perfect part yeah. of life like mm -hmm. that's how we learn that's how we grow and I feel like connection is the most communication and connection mm -hmm. you know is the number one things mm -hmm. because if you don't communicate that you're feeling that way how are you going to connect to be able to not feel that way? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so if you are, sorry, I didn't mean to get emotional, <laughs> but if anybody yeah. is going through those things, just know that you aren't alone and you never will be alone, even though I still feel like I'm alone mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, and I'm sure you feel that way. And yeah, I have a partner and a pup, you know, and I can't even imagine how some people feel. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, just bottom line is we're all going through it. We're all going through something that probably we don't want to be going through you yeah. know and that nobody has anything knows anything about yeah. so yeah. just walk gently and know that we're all trying to get home and try doing to hold each other's hand and we're all doing the best we can so yeah it's all love space. and <laughs> I know that both of our DMs are always open to anyone who feels called to mm. reach out whether that be on the podcast page or M's account or my account and there will never be an amount of following that will stop me from holding space for people no, neither who, who need it and who are reaching out. So if you're listening to this and feel like, you know, you do want to reach out, please, please do and always honor those emotions. And like you said, know that you're not alone and Instagram can make you feel like you have to compare your journey or you have to compare your healing or you're like, why is this person here? And I'm not yet, but know that there's such there is a hole behind the scenes that is not shown and is not shared and everybody is struggling and everybody is experiencing and navigating something so different. And, um, our, you know, the woman Lee who took her life in the van life community, you can go to her page even now and see that 
you know, you would look at her page and not even know anything about mm -hmm. her and think that she's the happiest person in the world because she has all of these travel photos and she builds out vans and she's always smiling. She has a beautiful smile. Mm -hmm. And then for someone like that to take their life, it's like the Robin Williams things mm -hmm. it, that really, I feel, opened up our society's eyes to mental illness and depression and things like that. Like the happiest people still need, still need to be checked up on. Yeah, and still need the strongest people. Mm -hmm. And if you are opening up the space for someone to communicate know that it's always it's not like you're being put on the higher pedestal and you're in a space where you need to now give advice to someone mm -hmm. i think that's really really important that's to really not important. fall into an ego trap of if someone's reaching out to you, you and asking them. for you to communicate if you're not in the space to hold space for them then either unread the message or tell them and communicate and return back to that space but I think our society kind of puts, when people come to us, we are like, oh, well, here's some advice. I, was just I would to love that. to like mm -hmm. help you mm -hmm. rather than maybe what I don't need is advice. Maybe what I need is for you to just simply be like, me too. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I, I understand. Love I love I hold you. space. Like, yeah. And even if I haven't experienced the same things that you're going through, I can still be here and honor the emotions that you're feeling. Because exactly. at the end of the day, we all know what sadness feels like. Yeah. We all know what grief and well, some of us don't, but we all eventually will know what grief feels like and what anxiety and all of these things and we can relate to those emotions mm -hmm. maybe we just can't relate to those situations exactly so rather than being like here's the advice here's what you need to do to change your life and flip things around and be positive good vibes all the time yeah. like fucking no <laughs> spiritual like, bypassing yeah yeah we're not here to gaslight anyone and to bypass and mm -hmm that can be trippy in the social media world because a lot of people like to hide behind their labels and their spiritual light worker, star seed, fucking spaceship, elevation, <laughs> enlightened community, like <laughs> ceremonies and all the things they are thousand dollars to help you heal yourself. When yeah. At the end of the day, like you heal yourself. You have the power to do that. Exactly. And yeah, it's, <sighs> it's yeah. so important to be able to just trust yourself in that aspect and mm -hmm. yeah I, I totally feel that and <sighs> I, I love that maybe we can from this episode um something that just came up for me it would be really cool you guys can let me know what you think about this maybe through a dm on the podcast page um, it would be cool to create a group chat on instagram maybe with you and i and maybe we could just all like check in on each other and anyone who feels called to join we can mm -hmm. just like have people join throughout and maybe just like once a week just do it I feel this way or maybe like moon updates or something and just yeah, have just like a small space for you to come and go however you please but maybe just a little small little group chat on Instagram where we can all have a safe space to just like communicate what they were feeling because I feel a lot of times when we are able to share our experiences and say someone's able to build up the courage to say I feel this yeah a lot of times sisters or say, other people are like too. oh my god I'm not alone mm -hmm. and if you didn't if we didn't build up that courage to share how vulnerable it feels to share our emotions yeah then someone would have maybe still felt like they were alone mm -hmm. exactly and yeah what I was going to say too is if which you kind of already covered but if if people reach out because they I read something this morning and it said what I was telling you about, you know, we shame, you know, being sad, the depression, the anxiety, the, the going through it, but yet we mourn suicide. And when it happens and we wonder why they never reached out and it's like, they did, 
you know, mm -hmm. they were sad, they were upset, they reached out to you that day, they needed love, they needed something, and don't be the one to shut that person down, don't mm -hmm. be the one to misunderstand what they're feeling, you know, because that day could be the day that they needed someone, and mm -hmm. it could have been you, and you weren't there, or you said the wrong thing, and, mm -hmm. and not to put this much pressure on anyone, but it's so important to just walk gently with other people, because mm -hmm. you never know that that could be the very last thing that that person hears for that day. Mm -hmm. That could have been their final straw, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, that's why I always lead from a place of love. And wherever I go, I'm even overly nice. And people are like, why are you always overly, you know? And it's like, my, I'm just a love ball everywhere mm -hmm. I go. Cause it's like, who knows if that person who I gave love to, or I smiled at, or I complimented, mm -hmm. got that in the last week or month or year, you know, they could have, they could never get that. Mm -hmm. So it's, and they could want to not be here because of that. And that's such a sad thought is that we have the power to make someone feel less alone. And there's still people that feel so alone, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. we still go through, it. I still go through it. I still feel alone sometimes. Yeah. And there's been times where I've reached out to people and they've totally just gaslighted me or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. and it, it feels shitty yeah. you know and that it, it always comes a time where you do have to be there for yourself too mm -hmm. there's always you always have to pull your own weight you know yeah. you can't, people can't be taking care of you all the time but there is a place where you you know it, it's a balance of knowing you want yourself to get better in your mental health and this is coming from experience you know I've had depression I've had anxiety I've struggled with all those things my whole life and there's only so much other people can do and it comes to you being committed to that connection, to yourself, mm -hmm. to your dharma, to what you're here for, to living for a higher purpose, or just living an epic life, you know? It doesn't mm -hmm. have to mean anything more or be for anyone else. So I just feel like that's really important to remember is to just always mm -hmm. come home to you and just mm -hmm. always live for, for you. Mm -hmm. So that's really mm -hmm. all that matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. like if Instagram was deleted tomorrow, who are you? Who are you? And to you, not to everyone else. Who did you like? Because of course, inspiring people and making an impact, a positive impact on people's life is so beautiful. And that's why we, I feel we're put here. Mm -hmm. But also realizing that like the thoughts and the feelings and the way that you talk to yourself, like on a deep subconscious level is like so ultimately important. like the most important. Because at the end of the day, like we are truly the only people who are going to have at the end of this. Yep. And you're having a conversation with the universe, everything, mm -hmm. your words are vibration, your mm -hmm. thoughts are vibration, everything that you're putting out is, it's going to come back or it's going to go somewhere else and mm -hmm. all everything's energy, you know, so thank but, you for sharing that. I'm yeah, so thank you. Oh, I love you so much. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Plant Lady Podcast. Thank you all so, so much for the support and love, reviews, and feedback that you have shared with me thus far on this platform. I am so honored to continue holding space for conscious conversations like this one. Don't forget to head to the description part of this podcast to check out all of M's amazing offerings, including the links to her Instagram pages, to her bus page, and her and her partner's journeys. Thank you all again. I love you so much and I will see you on the next episode.